Hello, everyone. How are you? This is Katie. I am tuning in on a Monday night. I'm sitting here on my bed, drawing on my dry erase board. Great times. (laughs) And I'm just feeling inspired, inspired to share with you guys, to chit-chatty, chattily chat-chat with you, to talk about some shit. Let's talk about some shit. Um, so on this podcast, I just want to talk to you guys about letting things fall away, getting out of your own way so that you can really get in touch with yourself and in turn follow your dreams and this episode is going to be dedicated to Judd Little. Judd is the person who created a scholarship for a girl from Oklahoma who loved horses to go to boarding school and I got that scholarship when I was in middle school And I got to go to the boarding school of my dreams and it was a full ride scholarship. And I think in total it was like, he pretty much gave me something that was worth hundreds of thousands of dollars in value, but more importantly, way more importantly, changed the trajectory of my life. Um, and really, really made my dream come true. And I've shared this story in past podcasts, but that scholarship is really what helps me believe in the bigger, the bigger thing that is happening here. Um, in things, not just being coincidences and, in the very, very, very importance of really following what you're passionate about and really believing in the fact that it can happen because we we dream things for a very, very specific purpose that may not be completely apparent to us in the moment and it may not feel like it's anything that you could ever achieve but you have to be able to get past that that voice in your head that says no because so when I was a kid and I I had this dream of going to boarding school And it was like a desire I couldn't even explain. I wanted it so bad. I was hungry for it. I researched and researched and researched. And I dreamt and dreamt and dreamt and dreamt about it. And I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for it. And I literally just in my heart knew that it was meant to be. And then had the scholarship come up and... I think because I was a kid at the time when I dreamt it, I didn't have all that conditioning, all of that 
shit in my head yet that was saying, you need to go the safe way. You need to do it this way. You need to just go the way that your logic is telling you, but ignore your dreams because that's not safe and that's not right. Like that's not, that's not the direction. Just ignore your dreams. The odds are against you. Like you have to be able to say, fuck the odds, fuck your odds. Like I don't care because I know in my heart that that is meant for me. And so I'm going to believe that it's coming to me um, and take action towards it until it's here. And that's kind of what happened to me when I was a kid. Um, my parents straight up told me, like, Katie, we can't pay for it. And if I was an adult when that would have happened, I maybe would have been like, well, my parents can't pay for it. Like, that's that. And that's it. But a part of me still couldn't let that go that easily. Like, I was like, but you'll let me go if I can figure out how to pay for it. Weehoo. Let's go. I'm going to figure it out. And then it happened. And it's like, because I believed it was going to happen, somehow the pathway opened up for me being at the right place at the right time with where this lady came into where I was and talked about the scholarship. And I was like, Oh my God, that's for me. Like that is for me. I literally had D's at the time in like sixth grade in math or something. And I became a straight A student because I was so excited. (laughs) It's crazy what a little motivation will do for you. But really the point of this is that I should have stopped believing, but I didn't. And I believe it was because I didn't and because I really, really, really pictured it happening with every fucking cell in my body. I was ready for it. I was ready to receive it. It came and I'm so happy that I had that like miraculous experience in my life because it's been an anchor for me to know how much I am supported, how much if I dream something, I can really, really create it. Like I feel like just from that moment, my life has been so just so much more colorful knowing that I can trust that my, you know, that things can come to me. And I also just want to say to you guys that the things that you're attracted to, like the things that light you up, it's for a purpose and it's for a reason. And that could be because it might not be clear yet. Like, why did I want to go to boarding school? What was the purpose? What was the reason? And to me, like, I feel like I do have a lot of clarity about that, but there's some things that maybe I still don't know yet that haven't all come together yet for me. Um, and yeah. So one of the big things that you kind of have to do to get to that point is start shedding those layers of yourself that aren't really who you are anymore and let them fall away. Because I think a lot of times it can be very easy for us to doubt our dreams or shove them away so deep. We're so worried about being safe or being normal or being 
standard and it causes us to disconnect from that spark within us because at some point along the line when you're going against yourself or you're maybe doing things that you know you don't want to be doing acting ways you don't you know you don't want to be acting whatever this that means to you you are starting to tell your intuition that it's wrong that you don't trust it and I feel like in some ways we can become numb to our intuitions or we won't be able to tell the difference between our intuition and our thoughts and that can happen over time when we become more and more and more disconnected from it so yeah really like take a minute and look at your life and evaluate where you want to go and the difference between where you are now and then where you want to be Take the time we're being given right now to do that little self-evaluation. Evaluate your health. Evaluate how you're treating your body. Evaluate your mental health. Like, what does your anxiety look like? I truly thought throughout my whole life, I've, I've really had a lot of anxiety. And I thought it was something that I might not ever be able to get through to the point that I went through all different sorts of addiction, all different sorts of numbing through, keeping myself super, super busy, all sorts of these types of things. And I really, truly thought that I was never going to be able to feel quote unquote normal, be someone that doesn't have crazy amounts of anxiety. And the truth is, is that I do still get anxiety, but I've been doing a lot of the work for about two years now to really try to get honest with myself, try to start noticing my emotions and my thoughts and maybe stopping them and saying, Hey, you no, get out of my mind. Like you have no place here. You're not benefiting me whatsoever. And sometimes doing that type of work which I feel like we're all being forced into right now because we're having to really get quiet and be with ourselves. It can be super fucking hard. I'm just going to say that it can be so hard. Like it's not all nitty pretty. Whenever you start to take a hold of your life, whenever you start to take a hold of your emotions, take a hold of yourself take a hold of your journey. And I haven't even done this all the way yet. Like, I don't think I'll ever finish really. Um, I lost my train of thought a bit there, guys. (laughs) But, oh yes, it does. But yes, doing this type of work, sometimes it might feel like you're about to come out of your skin or it's like the last thing you want to do. And a lot of times that is the most important. Like for me, that a lot of times is receiving love, like allowing myself to receive the good things that are meant to come to me, receive the friendship, receive the support, like really receive it without feeling like it's going to be ripped away or something. And that is just one of the things that I'm having to work on. And it's, it's interesting. Like it's not always going to be cut and dry. Sometimes you might just feel a little off or like 
a little stressed out somewhere in your body and you just don't really understand why, but you just have to like show that part of yourself love. So in order to really be able to access your dreams as an adult with all the conditioning that we have is you have to be able to really say, where do I want to go? What are the things that are holding me back? Where did they come from? Why am I letting those things hold me back? Why am I letting, you know, all this shit go on when I need to draw the line and cut it the fuck out? Cut out that relationship that doesn't work for you. Cut out that asshole out of your life. Cut out that limiting belief. Cut out that bad habit. Like we are being given the chance right now to sit with our shit and to remove it. Like one of the things I've changed, I used to just not keep my space super clean and nice. And now that I have my own apartment, I'm like, no, I want to change that. Like that's not who I am anymore. Like that's someone that I used to be, but now I want to be like clean and stylish in my apartment. Okay, cool. Just changing it. Like sounds so small, but to me, that's huge. Like to me, my space has become a reflection of my mental health. So when I do take the time to go the extra mile, my mind feels a lot more clear. It feels a lot less cluttered. Same for getting really honest with myself about some of my diet. Like it's definitely still in the works, but just really being like, I want to start eating a lot more stuff that's from the earth. Like I want to really show my body how much I love it. But a lot of the changes haven't even been on the outside in the external world. It's been more internal for me, more of just being able to look in the mirror and look at myself and be okay with that person that is on the other side and not want to be anybody else. And I think it's part of that self-acceptance is huge. And then going within and for me it's been like an example of this is I got jealous the other day like really jealous about something dumb and I couldn't even figure out why I was jealous and I'm just just like I just want to let that go and then just letting it go and just being able to make those big ass changes that maybe you don't feel ready to make but your big picture self is asking you to make them and it's saying, please do this for us, do this for me, do this for your future, do this for, just do this because you know you need to. And for me, that's also meaning really believing in myself, like really allowing myself to show myself without feeling like, I have to hide different parts or dim. And I'm completely for being adaptable in different situations. I very much do that. But just feeling like I have to hold something back or hide. And for me, like when I show myself a lot, get really vulnerable, it feels so good. Like I connect with so many people, but sometimes I also still spiral into a vulnerability hangover and I have to delete Instagram for like a month, (laughs) not actually a month, like a week. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm finally like recovered from that. And then I'll come back and it's just, it's such a process. And it's like, the more that I do it, the more that I show up, the more that next time it's a little bit easier. And the next time it's a little bit easier after that. And the next time it's a little bit easier after that. 
And so you really just have to keep showing up when you're uncomfortable and like letting yourself get that vulnerability hangover, letting yourself kind of then get through it and see the truth of it. That like, I'm fine. It's fine. People aren't that focused on you, but you can provide sparks of inspiration for them when you are going out and you are being your authentic self and you are showing up and you are letting yourself be a badass bitch or whatever, like really, truly be who you know you are, who you already know you are. Like you already know you're this way. You already know. (laughs) So just go for it and just let yourself be that next level elevated person. Like those habits that you have of maybe being like a bit of a jerk sometimes or just treating yourself like shit or catching yourself in a negative thought loop about this person's talking to you or that's going to go wrong or this or that, like stop writing the future full of bad shit. Like your mind's going to do that automatically. You have to shut it down. You have to see those thoughts that are coming in that aren't really truly matched up with that elevated self that you're going for that aligns with your dreams. That's going to actually bring them in. You have to take those thoughts and you have to shut them down. You have to immediately tell yourself like that's not true and then you have to look for reasons why that's not true and actually look for evidence in your life as to why that's not true for example sometimes I get in the habit where I'm like I think my friend's mad at me oh that makes me so nervous like I hope they're not blah 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 and then I'm like that's literally an old patterned thought from like me being nervous about friends being mad at me for no reason when I was like a kid and I had a friend that would literally get mad at me for no reason. And this friendship is still perfectly intact. These are all the reasons why she's probably just busy. Calm down. Let's move on. Boom. I've immediately like given myself proof as to why that initial thought wasn't true Um, if you have it accessible, sometimes it's not accessible. You can trace back to where it came from. Some stuff I can't trace back. Like I just, I don't know where it came from and that's fine. But if you don't, that's fine. Just mention to yourself proof of why it's the opposite and just keep doing this again and again. Another time when I did this, I was so worried about someone judging me for having a podcast, for being into energy healing, stuff like that. I was so worried about this person judging me. I was on a thought loop. I'd stopped doing my podcast for weeks and I was just imagining the things she was saying about me. And then I sat down to finally journal about it because I was like, I got to work this shit out. And I wrote down all the ways that that person has actually supported me. And I was like, oh my God, I like put this on them and they didn't even ever do that. Like this was all just in my head. This was me judging myself through another person. This was literally just a storyline. And I realized that person was one of the first people to support me, to show interest in my stuff. Like, why was I worried about that? And then I kind of resolved it and got through that little thought. Um, and so it's just going through, taking the time to, catch these negative thoughts, grab onto them, look them in the face and say, who are you and where do you come from? And then kick them out the door and be like, see ya. This is not a place for you. Sorry about you. Bye. Slam lock. There you go. (laughs) So, I mean, that's a lot of what I have been doing and working on during this time. And I've had slips and I've had days where I've been 
in an anxiety spiral. And if you've ever been in an anxiety spiral, they are not fun. I call them frenzies. And I'll just be running around my apartment going crazy fast. Like, I still have to handle anxiety all the time. And it's something, though, that's getting easier. Like, whenever I do have it come up, I do know I'm going to get myself out of it. Like, even if it takes a day and a half, I'm like, I know, I promise I'm going to get out of this. I always do. I trust that I'm going to come out of this state of anxiety. So if you are going through a state of anxiety or you feel yourself in a frenzy, one of the first things you need to do is tell yourself, I am going to come out of this soon. Like, I'll be feeling normal so soon. Once my body gets activated by anxiety, you know, your body can get kind of in a loop. So you just have to start getting it in your mind that that anxiety is going to end soon. And remind yourself of times in the past when your anxiety has ended because it always has. And just kind of try to remember what that feels like of feeling better coming out of anxiety and just know that your body sometimes, it really has to catch up to your optimistic mind. So you have to keep in that mindset of, I'm going to come out of this anxiety and know that your mind will catch up. sorry guys had to get a a quick drink of water and I really just kind of let this message come out of me so yay (laughs) I feel like I've been passionately talking at the microphone for a little while now but it's doing these things letting these things fall away letting these anxieties come up handling them letting them go away the more you do that the more you're going to strengthen that muscle that helps control your emotions, helps control your thoughts. Because at the end of the day, your emotions and your thoughts are both things that come and go. They're so impermanent. They're not you. You are the thing that is underneath the emotions, that is underneath the thoughts. Your emotions, they should be used as signposts to tell you, you need to look at something something's wrong or I like this and then you need to take that emotion see it as a signpost and try to understand what it's telling you this is where your logic comes in and your mind I sometimes I think the mind is like harder to deal with than the emotions but they're both they both can be difficult but your mind you just have to know that your thoughts your mind is supposed to be used as a tool and that tool because of survival instincts is always set to protection mode. And so your mind is going to be in protection mode a lot. So when your gut says yes, but your mind says no, listen to your gut because your mind might just be protecting you, but your gut knows the bigger picture. So if you can get past your mind and you can get past your emotions or just sit with them and observe them more and see them as something that comes and goes. It's not permanent. You're not alone in how you're feeling. Other people out there are feeling like that too. I promise you. And just remembering that and just saying again and again, like, I always know I feel better. I always come back. I always, I'll always be inspired again. I'll always be striving again. I'll always be loving again and gratitude again and whatever again, like, you'll always be back there. Life is so cyclical. Like even when you're happy, you can bet you're going to be sad again, but that's when you stop attaching to these emotions is when you can really ride that middle road by 
feeling them and still experiencing them, but knowing that they're going to go away can help keep you so much more centered. For me, like things I used to not be able to handle, things that would freak me out, I can stand in them now and I'm fine. Like, for example, what's going on with all this Corona stuff, like, I feel like I have a healthy amount of fear, but I feel so firm in just my belief that everything is going to go like it's down right now and it's going to come back up because that's how cycles work. And once you start seeing things as cycles, then you can just, you can trust that things are always going to be changing. They're always going to be shifting and you just have to make sure that you're shifting in the right direction with them, that you're not letting yourself get blown away by the wind but instead that you're planting roots in the ground by just being grounded in yourself being grounded in your worth being grounded in your emotions and your thoughts and you being the master of them not letting them being the master of you that's what's going to help you really stay strong during times like these and there's certain things that are completely out of our control that stuff is, of course, is going to make us feel like we're standing on shaky ground. It's the stuff we can control that we have to focus on right now. Oh, guys, I'm so happy to share this. And it just really just poured out of me, which is amazing. <laughs> oh, guys, guys, guys. Let yourself get super immersed into your dreams. I need to. I'm going to. I'm getting out my dream journal. Yeah. Dream journal time. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I hope this episode resonated with you guys because I really enjoyed recording it and I love you so much. I love you so much. Please share this if it did. Follow me. Come along with me on this amazing, amazing, beautiful journey. Mwah.